Hello and welcome into the Calvary Cast. New music. I wasn't even sure what to expect entirely. I still don't know if I've listened to this entire track, so hopefully there's not something <laughs> objectionable. I just, <laughs> just talked Very them. groovy. Very groovy. I'm sure very, everybody's enjoying it. Very uh, uh, good way to intro the podcast. Welcome to episode 85. I am Graham Parker. You are Jess Miller. We are back after a couple weeks away because nothing too exciting going on in our house. Nope. How's just your... Just another summer. Just another summer with children being born and stuff. Yeah. So you had uh, a new baby. Yeah. We did. That's kind of exciting. That's not... That is kind of... That's what the music. It's jubilant and triumphant. There you go. To celebrate the birth of the new little one. Judah. Judah. It's a good name. You could say it like that. I know. I was it's telling somebody... Uh, well, a number of people were like, oh, that's a good name. You don't hear that name very much anymore. Mm-mm. And it's true. You don't hear it a lot. And it's kind of like, if you think about the character of Judah in the Bible, it's a mm-hmm. bit conflicted, mm-hmm. right? Um, but the thing I always think about with Judah, of course, is he's the Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah, mm-hmm. right? You know, mm-hmm. So Judah had tremendous promises made to him. Mm-hmm. Like I think those ones in Genesis 49 are really fantastic. You know, out of you, O Judah, a scepter will arise. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's uh, pretty fitting then. I think it, I, I like it. I yeah. liked it uh, when I first heard it. I think yeah. it was a, it's a good, good choice. Good choice. Yeah. So that's all. Any other banter we need to banter about? Um, no, not this really. This is a short banter episode. Anyway, so what are we, uh, what are we podcasting on today? We're going to talk a little bit about politics <laughs> based on something I, I've recently said. How we should vote. Could be, could be summarized could be that. like that, I guess. Could the there, reason, well, go ahead. Well, yeah, I was just thinking like, what could we, what could we call this podcast? A number of, number of things or something. But Depends yeah. how many listeners you want to get, how much you want it to be catchy. Do we want it to be viral? Right. Look at Pastor said, what about how you should vote? Right. right. <laughs> well, yes, um, because that comes from something I said in a service <laughs> the other day, two weeks or a week ago. I don't right? know if I should laugh. Uh, if I, I was laughing as appropriate or not. I, well, it is, it's, it's okay. But, um, I, because I agree with what I said, Yeah. I just wouldn't. Say I would have I wouldn't have said it in that setting because I would want to give a little more clarification right. what I mean. Hence the podcast. The podcast is the perfect place to say things like what you said on Sunday and right. then to elaborate on what you meant by Because we can talk about it ad nauseum on here. Well, let's right? talk till people are nauseous. I know, yeah. And yeah, that's this this is a better format. So anyway, to let anybody in on this I who wasn't have a part of it. Gone and clipped the audio and we could play it like just did you really say this? Yeah, that would have been that would have been good. I didn't do that though. So you. But can say so it. I'll just say about what I oh, just close to what I said. Yeah. You know, summarizing. So I got up uh, for our scripture reading time, read scripture, and then I was going before I pray. Sometimes I'll say, "I'm going to be praying for this in our pastoral mm-hmm. prayer time today," mm-hmm. and what it could be different things. But mm-hmm. this was a um, uh, a national issue, mm-hmm. I think, that has reference to abortion. And um, the overturning of Roe mm-hmm. v. Wade, and then uh, Elizabeth Warren coming out mm-hmm. in where is she, Maryland, Massachusetts, Maine? Massachusetts, okay, um, saying that you know essentially mm-hmm. we've got to 
to go to battle with these pregnancy centers mm-hmm. who, in her view, are deceiving women mm-hmm. and steering them away, essentially, from abortions, which is true, but right. it's because they're giving women the facts about abortions, which Elizabeth Warren would say those aren't facts. Right. Namely, you're murdering a human being, and there are other options, and there's plenty of them, and let us give you an ultrasound, let you see your baby. Mm-hmm. and They know that when they show them this ultrasound and or let them hear the heartbeat, there's a good percentage of right. women who change their mind about abortions. Right. So those kinds of things. Right. And uh, Elizabeth Warren didn't want that. So she has a bill in place and I don't know much of the status of it or what, what, what it would affect or whatever, but essentially pregnancy centers would be fined a certain amount of money whenever they violate right. whatever rules she would put forth, right. you know, and we had just read Psalm 119 in the verse where he says, righteous indignation Mm. has seized me because of those who hate your law, right? And I was like, it makes me angry Mm -hmm. when I I saw that news article. I got angry about it. And I think it's a righteous anger. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, um, when, so I said, you know, and this was not planned, <laughs> but I said, you know, I think there was a time in our nation's history when a pastor in good conscience could tell people you can vote for a Democrat right. and still be faithful to right. God in the scriptures. Right. And I said, but I think that time's gone. Right. Um, and the reason is because in the past there may have been, and, and I don't know of any, I've just read that this has happened mm-hmm. or whatever, but like there have been uh, Democrat candidates who are pro-life mm-hmm. or who it used to be, you know, they have video clips of Barack Obama right. for traditional marriage right. before he was 2008. not, you know. Yeah. So at least they they might not, ought, not have really believed it, but they'll do whatever's politically right. expedient, that kind of thing. And that's not just Democrats who do that, Republicans do it too, whatever's yes. going to help them get into office. But, um, and so I said, you know, I do not think you can be, um, a Christian mm-hmm. and be faithful, you know, essentially I'm paraphrasing here and, and vote for a Democrat. Like you said something like a Christian of good conscience or something. Right. Like yeah. That. Yeah. And, and vote for a Democrat mm-hmm. because when you're casting your vote for them, you're casting your vote for these political ag- agendas mm-hmm. that are, that speak directly into scriptural right. moral issues yes. like abortion and the LGBTQ plus right. community, because what they are is no longer, they, they are no longer just, let's say pro choice mm. in a sense, they're pro abortion, mm-hmm. the whole, and by that, I mean, they are f- helping as a political party, a fur, uh, you know, further the agenda right. of the abortion platform. But if, for them, abortion has become a moral good. Right. It's a it's a sacrament to be observed, whereas the language of safe, legal, and rare, right. you know, that it was kind of like we, you know, we don't we want this available, but we don't want it to be used, mm-hmm. except in the most rare of occasions. Uh, that does not exist amongst uh, the Democratic Party of today. Yeah. So I think you're actually casting your vote for something that is God is very much opposed to, obviously. Mm-hmm. That it that's something that speaks right at the heart to, you know, God being the life giver, mm-hmm. um, life coming from Him, um, the Ten Commandments: Thou shalt not kill mm-hmm. or murder, mm-hmm. which is what abortion is. Those kinds of things. So I think you, if you're a Christian, 
and you want to follow God's word and you vote for a political party that is clearly in opposition mm-hmm. to it and not just abortion, but also the LGBTQ plus right. agenda, which they are very much in favor right. of promoting and supporting that. Right. And that's the party you would be choosing to vote for. I don't think that's right. I think it, I think it's sin to do that. Right. And when Jesus says we're to be the salt of the earth, salt was was the preservatant, right? That you'd put in meat and it would keep it from decaying. So the concept is you're sprinkled out throughout the world as Christians and your testimony and your opportunities to change where you can or make change or or be that nagging voice of righteousness right. in a culture that's declining. Um, I don't think being a disciple of Christ, you understanding what Jesus wants from you, you should be voting for a party that is part of the moral decay of right. the society. Right. And the Democrat party is. Right. Okay, so I think we've kind of, we, you stated what you, what you said. Mm-hmm. But then afterwards, mm-hmm. right, Some we got a question on that and... Mm-hmm. Um, kind of thought through right that right so so agreeing with everything i said that sunday morning here's the two things i would say to that i i would have rather i i wouldn't i don't like to use the political parties say anything about that in the service because you have to clarify right so one of the problems that comes from it is this by me saying i don't think a christian should vote for democrat Mm -hmm. some people may hear as Oh, you're part of the Republican pro-Trumper right. agenda. Right. So I have to vote for Republican. Right. Or, or or be a part of a particular party. Right. And that's not what I was saying no. because I don't think a Christian in good conscience has to vote for Republican. There may right. be times you wouldn't. Right. For certain reasons. I've done that. Right. So I'm not saying that or even implying that, but I think that could be perceived. Yeah. I also think we're in a political climate where there are too many churches that are just pro-Trump or mm-hmm. they're inviting Lauren Boebert. Lauren Boebert. Boebert, yeah, yep. to speak at their church. I sent her an email to see if she'd come preach at our church since she preached in Basalt. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no way. You know, that's <laughs> we're just not right. going down that road, right. and I don't want people to think we are. Right. Um, because I think what, what we do is— as Christians, pastors, preachers, we we put forth the Word of God, we preach it on a weekly basis, and then people governed by the Word of God in their conscience go right. out and vote. Right. Right. They go out and and do what they think is right in the but, eyes of God. And right. it has to be their own personal I think it has to be their own right. personal decision. And and they're voting by faith. Mm, mm-hmm. Whatever is not a faith is of sin. Mm-hmm. And there's some liberty here mm-hmm. in the country in which you live. Right. You can vote for one of the other candidates. You can write in a vote. Right. Whatever you need to do. Um. And and but that's not my place to exercise my authority in telling them what they're to do. Right. But I do. Yeah, but so the whole point was I don't want to, and and I didn't elaborate on any right, of that. Right, so it right. could give people the wrong idea. Right, exactly. The second problem, as I thought about actually how I had said that, now I would get up there and say, we're going to pray for pregnancy right. centers, we're against abortion. And, and, and like, because we do that all the time. All the time. Right, like you, you make quote-unquote political statements. Right. 
as far as the scriptures address them. And we yes. see cultural things that are, you know, like abortion and transgenderism and all those things that are political and cultural. Right. And the scriptures speak so clearly to them, but we can just go, this is what the scriptures say. Yeah. And we then I can address it and in a scriptural context and we pray yep. for it or against it or whatever yep. it is. Now, the other problem I had as I thought about that is I immediately I thought, oh, man, what if somebody, this was the Sunday they invited their loved one mm-hmm. who is, you know, a, a Democrat or mm-hmm. left-leaning or just, mm-hmm. or even an independent that just is against the pro-Trump movement right. or whatever right. it is. And right. I just said what I said. And it, what how that would be communicated to that person yeah. without any any nuance, any other kind of input like we're talking about right now. Right. I was like, man, I wish I wouldn't have said that. Yeah. I'm, I would have said what I, about, you know, abortion, obviously reading from Elizabeth Warren and then saying, this is why I'm praying for this because right. we got to pray for our pregnancy centers because right. most of them I think are Christian right? and, um, and they're doing good work. Yes. But so I was, so that without saying you can't vote for a Democrat, right. um, even though, and this is interesting, even though I believe it, right. I'm not apologizing for that. At all. I believe that that's true. Right. It's context and it's all. Uh, so in worrying about, I want our people to feel free. Like I know if they invite somebody that's an unbeliever who has left leanings, they're not going to agree with what they hear. Right. But I don't want to purposely like just say something as blatant as don't vote for Democrats. Right. Right. I don't want to make it that, Whatever. Right. Well, well, like the gospel is always the offense. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think so you can get up there and you can proclaim this is what scripture says in regards to um, life mm-hmm. and sexuality and all of these different things. And right. they will be offended by those things. But we can always go. The Bible says it. Right. So that's our, our ground. The moment we bring political parties into it, then they go there. The, the offense is no longer because of the scriptures. Mm-hmm. It's because you've affiliated yourself i think in a lot of ways with a political party yeah and and that's viewed as their enemy so now but we are always going to be accused of that so any time that we get up there and pray against abortion right or i uh, preach against or we talk about the lgbtq community that's Mm -hmm. the or the agenda is what i use Mm -hmm. and we're spreading that or whatever else it is right there's going to be that attack of you're just a pro-trumper right but um so anyway, I thought about it, and I th- I'm just thinking about the wisdom of it, mm-hmm. of of using the actual political party name mm-hmm. Democrat. And then my last thing I was thinking of was, well, also what we've done, what we've really tried to do at, at Calvary is protect our worship service as worship to God, mm-hmm. centered in the gospel. Mm-hmm. And, and so we don't want to... I don't want to detract from everybody's worship of God in any right. way. So how we incorporate the things of that might frustrate us as God people and yeah. stuff, it has to be done carefully yep. and then always directed it right back to God right. and throwing the gospel at it and all those things. Right. So, um, which I probably did, I think in the prayer, cause I even prayed for her salvation, mm-hmm. uh, Elizabeth Warren. I mm-hmm. prayed for, um, I, you know, those kinds of things. Right. So I, I didn't, you know, I didn't just totally like get everybody hating her or whatever, but there is, and we can express righteous Mm -hmm. indignation. Right. I do know though, you know, from what I heard from people in our congregation is several, they really, um, there are people that, that really 
like what I said. Mm-hmm. And I think they like it for good reasons because they're saying these these types of things do need to be said mm-hmm. in a certain context, mm-hmm. right? So I would argue, I'm not going to say it on my Sunday morning, right. maybe right. in that way. Right. But is it time for us to have conversation like this to say, mm-hmm. it's done, you know, us mm-hmm. in a group setting out at the mm-hmm. church, a, a teaching opportunity, whatever it is to say, Christian, I don't care what other social agendas mm-hmm. we think are important. Maybe right. maybe you see other social agendas where the Democrats are seeing it more, in your view, more clearly sure. than Republicans. You can't, you shouldn't be voting for them mm-hmm. if they're furthering those two agendas. Right. And you might say, well, you, that makes you a two-issue voter. Well, and sometimes we have right. to be that, right? And I think, so, because that was exactly where I was going to go, because I think... Uh, and like you mentioned earlier, there there can be a couple of different responses to to that. And I think that in your you have to evaluate your context. Like our church is, I would say, by and large, pretty politically conservative. Mm-hmm. And and so we oftentimes look to our political candidates to bring about the kind of change we want to see. Mm-hmm. That ultimately the gospel is the only thing that can do. And we we live in such a politicized age where we're just imbibing politics all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I listen to and 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 it affects people differently, right? I listen to like two or three political podcasts a day mm-hmm. that are talking about the news and current events and things like that. Um because I enjoy it and I want to be involved. Um uh, so all that to say, I think sometimes if if you're say a, a Republican voter, right, and you hear a statement like Christians shouldn't in good conscience vote for Democrats. You're like, yeah, everybody mm-hmm. go vote Republican, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Trump's the answer or whatever it is, or DeSantis or whoever it may be. And I think that a, a Christian of good conscience should go, mm, no, that's not the answer. And if I really do value these two issues, like life, things like uh, that one issue in sp- specifically, that means I need to evaluate every single candidate according to those metrics, right? And And so here's a call I think for like Christians in our church like our Republican Senate candidate in Colorado Joe O'Day I believe is not pro-life right he he is not uh I think he believes in abortion at least to 15 or 16 weeks if not Mm -hmm. further right Mm -hmm. so if you're gonna uphold you know the statement saying I don't think you'd be a Christian and in good conscience vote for a Democrat and a party that is putting forward a total pro-murder agenda Mm -hmm. you can't turn around and vote for the republican in colorado Mm -hmm. that is essentially doing the same thing just Mm -hmm. at a quote-unquote earlier stage so it's Mm -hmm. a little it's it's prettier right Mm -hmm. um so i don't know that that's kind of my thought there is Mm -hmm. is i do think that like abortion is a huge issue and i think that for and for some christians i've i've heard of that vote democrat and they kind of overlook the abortion issue because they see other issues and it's usually around race. They think the Democrats are doing more mm-hmm. to positively move forward mm-hmm. racial reconciliation or mm-hmm. whatever. And they say, I think that's just as big of an issue. It's sin, just like abortion in God's eyes, all of that. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a bigger problem in our country. So I'm going to vote for a Democrat based on that. Mm-hmm. Again, like I really struggle with that. Mm-hmm. You're, if um, you're saying that racism is bigger than murdering an infant, mm-hmm. I. I don't know. Right. If you're seeing racism right now as a bigger issue than the mass murder of infants right. in the womb and the right. progression of that, right. then I think you're misguided. And that's and I think that that's that's where like the conversation needs to be had though. Like that's this is the policy discussions and all of these different things that go like let's really talk about what's it at stake here and if you're going to say you're going to vote for this 
political candidate that's going to forward this agenda mm-hmm. to end racism or whatever mm-hmm. is their agenda actually going to do that you right, know? so exactly i think those are the, all the kinds of questions you have to ask and really evaluate you know i think the days of just voting down the party line like it probably should never <laughs> should yeah. never have existed right that we should be evaluating these people based on what they believe uh and policies you know and then to have a proper understanding of what what our goals are politically, like as Christians, like mm-hmm. what is the goal of government, mm-hmm. and um, what you know, th- th- those are those are questions we have to. I think so much of our politics is, yeah, let's get the other guy, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. like let's get a let's get a political candidate that will forward our agenda and do to them what they're doing to us. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that was Trump, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Those are some of my thoughts. Hmm. Yeah. No. So I think those are our thoughts. We could have this. We could talk. This could go in a million different ways. Right. Yeah. But I I just wanted to, I think I just wanted to clarify that. So, again, I don't disagree with what I said. I agree with what I said. Right. I agree with myself <laughs> after I've talked to myself. Context, about this. context. 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 Context is very important. And if you're going to go ahead and say it, then just make sure you just spend the time to go the rest of the route, which is something that I would say probably didn't need to be you right. don't need to do that in Sunday right. morning service do that other times. well and this and two and maybe this is I, I don't want to go off into the weeds here but we've talked about like why we don't see oh we haven't on the podcast but why we don't like say sing patriotic songs in the church service right mm-hmm. why we don't uh you know have a flag at the front of our church right because mm-hmm. it can often we can we can get this wrong view of like america and the church are the same thing mm-hmm. and and again we live in such a politicized world already and we often look to our politicians to advance mm-hmm. the gospel essentially mm-hmm. right we don't need to cause our church surfaces to cause people to think that way mm-hmm. so the same thing even when we bring in political party alignment mm-hmm. it can do that as well at the same time though we can like we already talked about we can bring up social issues and this is what the bible says and that's mm-hmm. very like helpful practical biblical response to those right. things and then you go live and you go be politically involved mm-hmm. representing the gospel well don't yeah. be a jerk about it right right like some politicians who shall say unnamed yeah that be proclaimed to be christians and they just seem to be total jerks in real life yeah don't so, be a jerk or jerks in their political personas right so anyway that's all that's I have. it well we hope this uh podcast oh actually you know what i'm gonna say one other thing i think uh I want to commend you for for humility and saying I said something I wish I wouldn't have said, hmm. or say it in the way that I said. Because uh, like you stand up front and say a lot of things, and by God's grace, you don't say a lot of stupid things, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if uh, I only said half of what I was thinking, yeah, right? right? Exactly. <laughs> so I think that that's to be commended, hmm. you know, um, because some people would just double down on it or never want to revisit and be like, that was really embarrassing. I don't want to say yeah. maybe everybody forgot what I said, you know, <laughs> something like that. So I think it's actually, it's a, it's, it's humility to say, I said that I agree with it. I wouldn't say it again. And some clarification that way. So I commend you. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Well, we hope this conversation has been helpful. Uh, maybe gives you something to think about as you study the word of God and seek to apply it at your own, to your own life. We'd love to hear from you. If you have questions, comments, podcast suggestions, you can send us an email at thecalvarycast at
Calm. In Calvary, we exist for the glory of God, the good of His people, and the Great Commission. Until next time. Thank you.